I've loved art for a long time. I can trace it back to a junior high school class where we studied art, and I fell in love with the masters. Uh, but uh, I always wanted, uh, when we started traveling, I realized I always I wanted a Picasso. And so I acquired a Picasso. This is, this is Picasso's The Dream. He calls it La Rive. He painted it in 1932, um, and it sold, last time it sold was in 2013 for $155 million. Now, the thumbnail's a little misleading. Uh, I do own this painting. This is an original, but if you look closely, it's signed by Carey. Uh, I painted it. And so that's how I acquired my Picasso. Actually, I've got another Picasso. I'll show you another time. And I've got a uh, Van Gogh. I've got a Salvador Dali. I hang them in my house because I want fine art. This has been an investment category, though, that has been off limits to most of us. It's only reserved for the ultra-wealthy until recently, until it looks like uh, about 2017, a gentleman by the name of Scott Lynn had an idea as to how to make fine art available to me as an investment. Now, you need to understand that fine art uh, as an investment has outperformed the S&P 500 consistently for many years, and particularly most recently. So that's what this video is all about. I want to share with you what I've learned about a very unique way to diversify my portfolio and give me the opportunity to own a real uh, Picasso, or maybe a Van Gogh, or maybe a Andy Warhol. You saw, I hope, that Andy Warhol's um, painting or of Marilyn Monroe just recently sold for $195 million, beating my $155 million. That's what this video is about. It's going to be a fun video because it's fun for me. And it's not financial advice. It's financial education. I want to educate you that you too can own a Picasso. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, Scott Lynn is a, a cool guy who lives in New York City. He had a studio, it seems, in uh, 2017 in Soho, and he got the wild idea. I think I'll create a opportunity for investors to buy fine art and run it kind of like a hedge fund and uh, individually buy paintings and then set them up as a corporation and sell shares in them so that that individuals like Kerry can uh, buy fine art and claim ownership in it. And then as it appreciates, they will, uh, and it is then ultimately resold, they'll reap the value or the appreciation that has, again, only been reserved for the very wealthy in the past. This is something that I think is exciting. And what I want to do so that you understand it better is introduce you to Scott and let him tell you some of the details, and then we'll get into it a little bit deeper. One of the things that we were primarily interested in understanding is where are returns in the art market predictable? 
and therefore what segments of the art market are most investable. And when you look at price point in the art market, what you very quickly see is that anything less than $100,000, I, I would, you know, classified as similar to like purchasing a lottery ticket. Like it's, it's totally unpredictable. Um, very, very hard to predictably make money in that segment of the market, although you hear stories about it happening. And then when you move from $100,000 up to a million dollars, it gets better. But from our perspective, still is not that investable. And then as soon as you hit a million dollars per painting, the returns become much more predictable. And we we look at this on an artist by artist basis. So if you take an artist like Monet, for example, Monet, I think last year sold something like $400 million in art in total. Um, his return is quite low compared to, to other artists that we look at, but he has the most predictable return of, of any artist we track. So his the standard deviation in return for those people that are that are finance geeks is roughly six or seven percent. Um, so it's 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 really it's really amazing how how some of these artists just exhibit really good store value characteristics and are very very predictable. Every painting goes through the same process uh, of securitization that that a company would go through when it when it files for public offering with the SEC. So we um, we file each individual painting uh, with the SEC as a registered public offering. You know, we're doing, I think we're doing one every seven days now. Last week we did three. Uh, we're, the, we're the largest filer of IPOs with the SEC now. So, uh, you know, we're, we're releasing them pretty, pretty quickly. The business is growing pretty fast. Okay, so Scott now has a team of about 120 people. They've moved out of Soho. They've moved uptown. They're right near the, uh, the New World Trade Center. And uh, they have a team of people, uh, I believe it's up to about 120 now, of, of researchers, uh, of art authorities. They have created a database on fine art so that they can advise you and me as to who are the artists of the future, who are the artists... Uh, uh, that are going to give you a return. What is your risk tolerance? What is your time frame? And treat you like a true investor. In fact, I have a call set up um, with David Huntington, and he is going to basically interview me, and he and I will share my interest in buying fine art and see where it fits into my portfolio and into my time frame. I have never received this kind of uh, treatment for, of of uh, or interest in me as an individual investor from either of my brokers, but. It seems that this is the way Masterworks works. They want to create a relationship with you and give you an opportunity to become an owner of art. Well, you might ask, how long might that tie up? Well, from what I understand, and I'll clarify this with David, is they have a secondary market. That is to say that if you, I, and 50 other of us buy a share of this Picasso and I hold it for two years and I want to sell my shares, I can make it available to the other investors in here, set a price on it and see if they want to buy my shares. So it, 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 it isn't necessarily a 10 year event, but it could be. And if in fact you could get uh, Picasso's The Dream, I, I would suspect if it sold uh, in, uh, what was it, in 20, 
13 for 155 million. It might it might challenge Maryland at 195 million now. So this is an interesting um, an interesting investment opportunity. I want you to go to masterworks.io. Yeah, not .com, masterworks.io. Surf the, the website, see what their current offerings are, and then I'll be back to you uh, next week with a second video on Masterworks after I talk to David and learn more about how the system really works and and what their involvement is with me and my involvement with them and what other opportunities are available here. So this is exciting. Uh, Again, for me it is uh, the owner of my own Picasso and I'll show you some of my other artwork of the masters that I've created. And maybe too, you can find some, some excitement in your investing as you move into possibly investing in fine art.